previously on the game of Rassilon. Is this just going to be a lot of running? Yeah, it tends to be. Lots of hallways. Okay. So you do that. You walk through the hallways uh, back to the uh, the great glass elevator. <laughs> the doors open to Russell Turner's office. All right, I run over to the computer and start like redoing what I did earlier to hack into it. Okay, that does it. Yeah, you get into the system. You find. Uh, as well as finding like full transport logs for everyone that's been plucked out of time at the end of their time stream, mm-hmm. as well as finding a full manifest, you find so much more information. You find uh, pitch documents to governments and organizations. You find PowerPoint presentations for like how their operation works. So you find like corporate infrastructure. You find much more information than either you or Rhea were expecting to find. And the first thing Rhea says is, Okay, I'm led to believe that you can do something called an upload to something called the hypernet. Once it's public knowledge, governments and companies are going to want to distance themselves, and that's it. That's the end of the operation. We can end it here and now. Do we, do, do we trust the elevator at this point? Should we take the stairs, or should we... Huh? Well, that's an interesting point to bring up. Um, because you turn to the elevator, and standing on the other side of the laser glass, in the great glass elevator, is, uh, is Russell Turner. We can't keep operating here. The authorities are going to be here any minute because of the information you guys leave. So I'm, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start over uh, somewhere else, um, which is super easy to do. And that's when you feel under your feet a very gentle rumbling. And you look out the window, and that skyline, that city that you were so captivated by just a moment ago, seems to be getting further away, almost as if the building is getting taller. The museum isn't getting taller. It's a spaceship, and it's taking off. first serial um and uh it's pretty late here at geeky tees and there's some people getting rowdy uh having a good time so that might be some background noise that's gonna be fun fun yeah uh but uh when last we met which was 15 minutes ago um you were in the executive office of uh of uh, epoch talent uh, within the museum uh as the entire building had taken off revealed to be a spaceship mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, now it is, it is taking off, um... Okay, well, first thing I'm gonna do is spend two more story points, Mm -hmm. and I'm gonna run over to the elevator, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to use the Sonic to recall the elevator so that he can't, while it's still going down, I'm gonna pull (laughs) it back up again. Uh, the entire interface is deadlocked. Okay. Well, that's a waste of story points, but alright. Keep the story points, you're fine. (laughs) Yeah, you don't have to spend the story points. Okay. Um, Okay. So I For people uh, who aren't familiar with Doctor Who, a deadlock seal can't be unlocked with a Sonic. You stupid idiot. <laughs> you moron. All right, I was well, then I run I over. Didn't. Okay, I, so I probably can't hack the computer to pull the thing back up in here. Okay. You yeah, you, that, that whole system is, is locked down. Okay. Um, I guess we just give up. Right? <laughs> That's what we do. We never That's give it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, start of episode four, everyone just kind of resigned themselves to their fate. Like yeah. hell. Um, you hear uh, a I had a grape run you hear a (laughs) oof woof (laughs) give yourself a story point Um, (laughs) and a smack in the face you hear a you hear a polite kind of bing bong and a very gentle voice says warning exterior laser glass deactivation in 60 seconds Oh, good. I was worried that there wasn't going to be enough tension. Okay. Uh, um, great. Doctor, has, has anyone, have you ever flown a spaceship before? I mean, yes, actually. Yes, I have quite a few times. Um, are there controls? Wait a minute. It's a ship. I don't, yeah. A ship is a ship is a ship. Madam Doctor, here, let me see what I can do. And I'm going to run over to the console. And then I 
have hotshot. I am natural mm-hmm. with all forms of transport. Okay. So. Um, this, I love, love where your head's at. This computer terminal isn't connected to the propulsion or engineering at all. Why not? Arbitrarily. <laughs> Just because, you know, throwing some challenges your way. Well, this is new. We've got an hour to fill. All right. Um, so, I, I mean, she's going to kind of just, like, look around and see if there's anything kind of resembling, you know, something that looks like that. And so if she's just not succeeding, she's there's, just Yeah, there's, not nothing, there's nothing here for that. Travis, too, when you were looking at the map, was there a stairwell anywhere near here? Uh, Yeah, but it probably leads down to nothing, right? I mean, the whole building took off, correct? I mean, can I see out the window? Can I see if it's at the whole building? You can, you, there's definitely a portion of building, as you look down, there's definitely a portion of building remaining underneath. Mm-hmm. Like, this part of the building was parked on top of that building. Okay. So, um, I would say that probably the museum portion was more or less ground level. Okay. And then the operations division of Epoch Talent with the, the, the time capture machine and everything else, that's what's taken off. Okay. Um, Rhea says, um, she pats her belt for a moment, and then she turns to uh, Millie and says, Millie, do you have your laddering gun? Is that what this thing is? And I pull out the stun gun. The, no, no, no. The, the kind of grappling hook kind of deal. Oh, is that what this thing is? Yes. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, then we're in business. It's, okay, so you guys know what a grappling hook is, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Had to check. So the, the a laddering hook is kind of like like a grappling hook. But when, when it hits the target, once it's latched onto something, it opens up into a sturdy ladder. We oh, a ladder, I, that's quite clever. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I, I, I kind of came, I came up with the name myself. I don't think they have like a formal name. It's just, we don't get to use them very often. Uh. Just tell me where the port and shoot. Well, I don't know. I mean, we're, we've got, and then the, the voice says, warning, exterior laser glass deactivation in 30 seconds. Okay, if there's a computer, Telling us that, that means there's a computer controlling something. So, I, I only know America Online. Did someone know how to use this computer? I don't, I, I can try, but I don't, I, we only, um, do I need to be the one to point out? I think that this room is predominantly glass. Yeah, you're, you're right. Like the majority of the exterior <coughs> facing wall, that's, that's the laser glass that's about to. Yeah. Yeah, I think Docker gets that. She's trying to figure yeah. out how to get out of the room, and <laughs> everyone keeps stopping her from getting out of the room. So, ah. um, yeah. Um, so let's. So that I think I think she's rushing for like she asked if there were stairs. Does he did he see stairs like to get out of this room, or is it only the elevator? Was that the only exit? Um, I would say that probably the. By default, the only way to get in and out of this room is is that elevator. But this is I want to stress also this is not the top floor. Oh. Well, that was a fire hazard. Um. All right. So she. The yeah. Was that? It's the future. Yeah. Okay. Let's go up. It cured fire. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. So then she. Yeah. I guess they try to like open the. Can they open the elevator doors? Uh, elevator it's doors? it's entirely deadlock sealed. Oh, it's it's God. it's it's a sheet of of laser glass that is being generated. So there's no way to get even to the door. Is there, is there a hatch in the ceiling? Uh, um. Uh. Not that you can see. What if I look harder? Depends on how many story points you want to spend. Uh. I'll spend some story points. If you want to do that, we're probably looking at, uh, that's probably going to be five story points. You got it. Okay. You spend five story points and you, uh, you, uh, find a very surreptitiously hidden, uh, in the ceiling. You find the fine lines of a hatch that can be opened. Millie, ladder, please. Can do. You shoot up, it shoots up into the hatch and immediately like unfurls like clink, 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 clink into a sturdy, Strong steel ladder. Up, go, go. Every, barcode, Kazar Napster, <laughs> yeah. Rhea, and the, I hope you, I hope Kazar reattaches his arm to climb. <laughs> <laughs> that back. Yeah, yeah no. he's got his arm yeah. back. We'll, we'll, we'll say that. <laughs> the we'll doctor lets everybody else go first, and she follows behind them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. And uh. Uh. Everyone gets up, and uh, Rhea points out, "Hey, you probably gonna want to put the hatch back before the glass blows, because otherwise the decompression is gonna be wild." Okay. Yeah. So I pulled that up as we close. Yeah. Okay, you do it just in time. You hear the glass uh, uh, disengage, and you hear the the whooshing un- in the the uh, underneath you as everything that was in that room is sucked out. And Rhea says, "Great, now what do we do? Where Keep are going we? Up. Keep going up. <laughs> For now. Okay. 
So are we in like a room or a vent? Right now, I would say uh, you're in a like a vent situation. Okay. Wait, I think what Alien was, Three? What was below the room we were in? Because obviously there was some sort of like propulsion where we weren't launched up. Where there are like rockets below us. Yeah, I'd say there's some kind of propulsion system down there. Yeah. But it's still attached, though. Yeah, it's all still attached. Um, I want to take a whiff of the air in the vent for a second, okay. and uh, and kind of see if I can smell something fresher coming from a different direction to kind of give us a sense of bearings and where to go. Define fresher. Um, not smelling like a vent. Like maybe there's <laughs> like a like a breeze coming through, um, or or you can feel like movement of like air going towards something. Yeah, you yeah, well, you you feel a trail leading you in a very particular direction. Right. I think we're supposed to go this way. I start to kind of crawl. Crawl through the vent? Yeah. Cool. Um, your crawling leads you to, uh, there's a hatch above you. Okay. And you can do whatever you want with it. You can stare at it. You can lick it. You can ser- serenade it with, you the know, hatchberries smell like hatchberries. <laughs> charm the vent. Do you want to charm the vent? No. Okay. I need no, you to no, 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 no. I think we know how well that went last time. Um, I'm um, at the bottom. So whatever, yeah. whoever's above me needs to make choices. All right. To the vent. <laughs> I probably shouldn't be the one who goes through this, considering <laughs> last time. Is anybody else willing to uh, to take a gander up there? Yeah. Okay. All right. So I'll just like squeeze over to the side yeah. as he like <laughs> shuffles through. Oh. Oh. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> hello there. <laughs> okay. Um. You uh. You find yourself in a in a, a corridor on the uh epoch talent ship. Um. It's another corridor, everyone. Um. You. Didn't let me finish, so guess what happens? Now that you've spoken, um, there are two security guards that we're going to say you didn't see who immediately turn and see you uh, and go, hurry, and point their guns at you. Fnark sent us. (laughs) (laughs) Through, Through the hatch? Yeah. Through the hatch? Yes. I don't know what voice this is, but I'm into it. Through the hatch? It was the only way. Crikey. Here, hun. Straight through the axe, you say, huh? Take oh. this. Yep. I'm gonna pass him up. I, you know what? I feel like this would be a roll. I can't figure out which gun is which. <laughs> so, I'm either gonna pass him the ladder gun or the stun gun. Oh, I love this. All right. Um, I, again, dealer's okay. choice is the. Okay, game here's matter. what I'm gonna roll. Okay. To determine which gun you got. Deal. But I'm not going to tell you which gun it is until Dan uses it. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, Fnarg sent us, he, uh, he gave us a ladder gun, and, uh, see, um, it was the only way for us to get out safely. Um, you guys know Fnarg, uh. He's an alright guy, bit emotional. Yeah, but, uh, but, but, you know, he, he, uh, he sent us this way, and here's his, you know, laddering gun as proof. What? Not a laddering gun. It's not? No. Oh, what kind of gun is it? Stun pistol. Fire it. We'll call that uh, Resolve and Marksman. I have a zero in Marksman, so that'd be super fun. <laughs> it's like TNG. It's got auto-aim. You know what? Can I use a story point for an automatic uh, super success, or do I have to roll first? You can use a story point to nudge your... Uh, you can spend a story point to nudge your success level Got up it. one, okay. and you can uh, gain one to nudge it down one. Okay. Oh, I rolled a twelve. <laughs> I rolled a twelve, so uh, it's only going to be a fifteen total, but that's as crit as you get. Yes. Yeah, that's the closest to like a nat twenty <laughs> in this bad boy. Amelia is just seeing like all of this, like to the side through a vent with like your butt right here, and she's like, "This is rad." So, and the daughter's like, "What's going on up there? What? <laughs> Am I missing fun?" He, um, uh, the, both of the guards. Uh, we'll say that the way that stun guns work is they kind of shoot out, and it's kind of like electricity, so it would pass between the two of them. They are both immediately knocked back and stunned, unconscious, lying on the floor. That's why you don't mess with a librarian. And then I blow it through the barrel. Uh, you get too close to the barrel and you feel a little spark against your tongue. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, it's like licking a battery. Ooh, nice. Uh, I think it's clear. And I help everyone out of the vent. Okay, so now you're in a hallway. <laughs> Amelia is very impressed by all of this, by the way. And she saw the whole thing and is like, and, yeah, this is. And I immediately give you back the stun gun. It's like, that was a lucky shot. No, you're a hell of a shot. <laughs> Yeah, Barco said, 
<laughs> so no, go, go, no, go, go ahead. Ahead. no, no, you go ahead, please. I was going to say, Travis says, do you remember with the schematics, or we, do you have any idea of where we are right now? Like, what's, what's above the, what, what's above the office we just left? Uh, you'll have to tell me what I um, recall or there is don't. A, there is a room referred to on the schematics as the executive suite. Actually, the bridge. I, I relay that. <laughs> okay. Well, if there's a bridge, I can sure as heck try to fly it, so... If we want to make our way there, strong recommend. It's sure to be heavily fortified, but we should definitely go that way. And I'll suddenly I'm the queen. I, uh... <laughs> it's sure to be heavily fortified. Oh dear. Oh, oh my. Okay. It's sure to be heavily fortified, so we have to make sure that when we go that way, uh, that we are prepared to fend off a fight. Because I want to get you to the controls, but I don't want you to die in the process. Because well, apparently we've got a crack shot here, and then between the the robots in the back and the lady over here, and and whatever. Madam Doctor, you you seem to bring to the table. I think that we're going to be in pretty good shape. I, I would like to find a way to solve this problem without guns, personally. I'd just like to say Barcode that. Barcode um, raises his hand and says, Hi, um, we're not robots. That's that's actually very offensive. I And Kazar Napster says, Yeah, I have a robotic arm, but that doesn't make me a ro... You know what? We don't have time for this. I, I'm trying... Like, I get that you're from a different time period, but you need to, you need to like... Fold up your prejudices, put them in a box, and slide them under your bed, because we do not have time. I, 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 I don't know what to call you, then. Kazar Napster. And barcode. Ah, and barcode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Millie, look at it Like a barcode. Look at it this way. Um, Millie, I know that you would be very offended if someone was aghast at you being a female pilot, correct? Correct. Well, this man has a cybernetic implant in his head, so same difference. Let's go. And then she, like, walks down the hall. Fair enough. Sorry. Right. Uh, you guys walk down a hallway. Uh, there's a door ahead of you. It slides open. Um, but there's no path. Uh, you see a door on the other side, but there's like a gap. There's nothing there between where, the doorway you're at now and the doorway you're at over there. Okay. You notice, uh, the purple emitters, uh, on both sides. And you also notice, um, a, uh, that there are hooks attached to both ends of the, of the platforms. Okay. Um, do you still have the other gun? The, the ladder gun? I thought you didn't want to use a gun. There, there. Just give me the thing. Uh, she fumbles and... Do we need so. to roll to see which one is which? Again? No, no, because I still have the stun gun. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. so okay. I would have put that back on one side, and I would have figured out which one's which now. So okay. I fire the ladder gun across the uh, the gap. Okay, so that is going to be... We're going to make that... That is going to be uh, Resolve and Marksman. Okay. Neat. Actually, uh, and... actually, you know what? Dexterity and Marksman, sorry. Travis. Sorry. Coordination of marksmen. I'm very good at not conflating two different tabletop gaming systems. Can I just spend a story point on this one? Uh, you can use it to nudge your uh, okay. success up one if you want to. Okay, I'm going to do that, so I'll, I'll spend that now. Travis just mutters to himself, a leaf from the lion's head. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that one. It was quite good. Um, Steve, Steven was very nervous about it, but I enjoyed it. Um, all right, um... Okay, uh, so you said coordination Sorry, and I'm not going to make you spend a story point because you just did a very doctory thing. You just did the name drop. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You don't. Oh. you can you can nudge yours up without a story point. Yay! <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. So so she like says that, and then she like does the actual like Indiana Jones when he shot the the um. And Raiders, when he like just shoots the guy, yeah, she, that's how she shoots the ladder out. <laughs> um, okay, um, as she sang, I knew him. And okay, so neat okay. deal. Um, is there any does technically depth deal with because it, it's a gun or is that not going to be part? Uh, of it? I wouldn't say tech adept would, would count. You, you think it would? No. What about quick reflexes? Uh, quick reflexes. I'll give you a plus one for quick reflexes. Okay. Cool. Especially um, considering you're doing the the indie maneuver. Okay. So that was going to be 17 plus the the what the story point would have been. Okay, so that would take you to um, Funky Town. It would take you down to Funky Town. <laughs> so that roll is a failure. Oh wow! Uh, nudging you up takes you to success. Okay. Which means yes, but um, so the zip that you fire the, the laddering gun, mm-hmm. um, it shoots out across, um, hooks on. Uh, but when it unfurls, parts of it don't unfurl all the way, so it doesn't snap entirely into place. So it's not a hundred percent stable. Okay. Um, can we reach it? Like, can we pull it? Uh, in what sense? Like it, the ladder. I mean, the ladder still like it is a bridge made out of ladder. Yeah. It's just okay. It's just not. Uh, it's not as sturdy and as stable as it was when um, when Millie used it to get up into the vent previously. Okay. 
Um, I look at um, which which of the two cyber uh, cybernetic guys has the arm. Because our Napster has the arm. Okay, um, Mr. Napster, could yes. you use your extra strength in your arm to to stabilize the ladder so we can get across? I think I can do that for you. It still looks pretty rickety, but uh, I can stabilize it a little bit from this end. Okay. So um, so he he kind of gets <laughs> down and, and tries to hold it in place. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I guess everyone else has to kind of get across this slightly rickety thing. So that's going to be that's going to be coordination plus athletics. Ooh. Now oh, god. <laughs> and keeping in mind this pit opens this 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 is a shaft that opens down straight out to the bottom of the ship, so it's a drop to the ground. Oh yeah. So uh, I'm going to have Kazar naps to go first. Kazar like se- no, well, sorry, no sorry. Oh. I'm going to have barcode <laughs> go first. Okay. He says I've made it this far. I want to see it to the end. And he uh, he starts walking out on the ladder, and he's a little he's a little hesitant, he's a little nervous, and you can see him kind of wobble a little bit as he goes. And he makes it halfway, and he turns around and he looks at everyone, and he go- he gives everyone a big thumbs up and a big cheesy grin, and then he turns around again, and he takes a step, and the ladder buckles underneath his feet, no! and he falls, Barco! and he tumbles down, and he's gone. And Rhea says, uh, Travis, you go next. <laughs> oh. Hey. I, I go over to, I, I just say to, uh, Kazar, I just say, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. Kazar says, um, it's okay. We, uh, we didn't know each other before <laughs> this. So, why would you think we knew? Is it because he's a cyborg? We're no. both cyborg. <laughs> Hey! No, I... <laughs> you were both in a room oh, together. We were both. Oh, we were both. We were both. Oh, yeah, lump every... Oh, you're just like everyone else. You, you're worse than Millie. Well, that's nice to think, know that I'm not the worst one here tonight, I but... Don't, I don't think that's fair. Um, that's also fair, yes. <laughs> Travis, you go next. Okay. Uh, I hate that I'm pointing this out, but I have the clumsy trait. Oh, no! I'm just being honest and telling you No, no, that's you that. good. I appreciate that. Do you look apprehensive about it? Oh, God, yeah. Okay. If that's the case, I'll I'll go, here, I'll go with you. And so right. hold his hand as we're going across. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to have you guys make, uh, again, it's coordination and um, co- it's coordination and athletics. Okay. Um, but because you're working together, I'm going to give you both a plus four each. Okay. And we're going to go by total scores. And can I use my brave trait? Uh, yeah, you get plus two for brave. Okay. Uh, for clumsy, you you are gonna get I think negative two, but let me just double check that. <laughs> That's why I figured that would help. <laughs> uh, clumsy doesn't mean the character will pratfall every five minutes. It does mean that in times of stress, especially when being chased, the character will have to make an additional awareness and coordination roll. So, um, oh, okay. uh, so I'm gonna so you're gonna do your regular roll, and then you're gonna do awareness and coordination. Uh, awareness and coordination are both attributes. Why does it say awareness and coordination then? That's dumb. Uh, well, you, mean, you mean coordination and athletics? Yeah, that sounds more likely. That sounds more likely. Well, that's what the first roll is. Yeah. Be, so, right? so, so, we're, so here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna D and D this up a little bit. <laughs> we're gonna call it disadvantage. You're gonna do okay. coordination and athletics, but you're gonna go with your lower rolls. Okay. And I still have plus four though. Yeah. Okay. That's the best. That's a good way to fudge it. Yep. All right. Um, so I'm gonna just good do system one at a cubicle seven. I'm gonna do these one at a time. All right. Uh, this first, episode, by the way, is brought to you by Cubicle 7. The first roll... <laughs> not, not true, it's a lie. ...was an 8. Oh, it's an 8, okay. And, this, and the second roll is a 4. Okay, so it's 4 plus your modifiers. 4 plus 4 plus 4. So I have a 12. Total. 12? Right. And, um, and then your plus 4? No, 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 no. no. Well, that's, that's with the plus 4. That's all four. your 4? Oh, man. Yeah. So I'm sorry. It was coordination, uh, athletics, and athletics. Yeah. Plus four, and then my okay. So plus two for brave, plus four, and then yeah. plus four for teamwork. Does Travis have like a brother or like? A <laughs> Nineteen. He's supposed to die. Nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. All right. So here's what happens. I'm ready to spend a story point at the drop of a hat. Okay. <laughs> well, the drop, the drop of a Travis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, way, nice. I, do, I, do, I still got his hand. Though, yeah. So. I do have it on good authority, by the way, that if anything happens, Travis does have two brothers. Okay. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I am the middlest dead brother. 
Oh, that's grim. <laughs> this whole game has been grim, dude. <laughs> we wanted a fun romp. No, we chose a Doctor Who RPG. And there's oh, going to yeah. be some sadness and some monologues and then some hope. All right, all right, all right. So, so you guys take each other's hands and you start to walk across the uh, the, the 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 ladder, the laddering rope, the ladder that the laddering rope has has set about. Easy now. You. And you see, you see the you you're reaching the halfway mark, and you see the kink in the ladder where barcodes took his tumble. Um, and you, uh, Millie, you definitely step over it mm-hmm. and continue your walk. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still, like... You're still I'm, holding yeah, on, yes. Still holding on. Um, Travis, uh, you you step, you go to step over it um, and misstep and your foot slips off of the ladder. But Millie's still holding on to you. I got you, dear. So... You are, so Millie is kind of, kind of stand on this, on this ladder rigidly, mm. holding Travis, who is, who's hanging above this bottomless pit, dangling yeah. miles and miles above the city below. Um, and, uh, I'm gonna have, Millie, I'm gonna have you do a strength. Okay. And athletics. Okay. Strength and athletics. Um, I'm gonna give you a plus two for brave, and you're gonna keep the plus four because, uh, because of the teamwork. Okay, thank you. Also, you rolled really high last time, so this is good. 17. 17? Yeah. Total? Yeah. Okay. Um, you, you are able to pull, you're able to pull Travis barely by the skin of your teeth. You can almost feel your arm popping out of its socket. Um, as you lift him up and onto the ladder. Oof. (laughs) Thank Um, you. And, uh, careful now. <laughs> the, the, the cost of that is you, you're, you, you have yeah. a restricted movement in your arm for the rest of this campaign. Oh. Or for the rest of this episode, at least. Oh, okay. Because oh, we're coming up Thank to the you. end of it. Um, but, uh, you guys make it to the end of the, end of the ladder in one piece. <laughs> Millie's arm is a little bit sore and Travis is maybe a little shaken. Yeah. Well, you made it through. <laughs> uh, Thank you. Cause our Napster looks up to the doctor and says, uh, well, I guess it's, it's your turn. All right. Um, I'm, can I go for it? Can I pull the other end to like further reinforce from the yeah. other oh, side? Yeah. Do you want to do that? Absolutely. Yes, I absolutely okay. do. Alright. Cool. Yeah, do cool. it. Okay. So um coordination and athletics, and I also have brave. So Oh, that's not gonna be great. Um so I rolled a twelve. Oh wow. Oh yikes. Okay. You start to step out onto the ladder. Um it feels even though you've got two people pulling it taut at each end, it's, it, it doesn't feel super stable under your feet. Um, and, uh, you're beginning to get the impression that maybe these ladders are best used for upward movement, <laughs> for vertical movement, <laughs> rather than horizontal movement. Um, and, uh, you're trying really hard to hold your balance, but it's when you're, you know, that feeling when you're trying to do something and you're trying to accomplish something, you know, you, you've got to do this. Like failure is not an option. Mm-hmm. Um, you start to second guess yourself. You're starting to second guess your footing. You're starting to, um, feel the, the kind of the confidence and comfort and resolve that you had mm-hmm. is starting to wane. Uh, does the doctor look shaken? Uh, you are starting to see the doctor kind of okay. lose her balance yeah. a little bit. Wait, I don't think that she would just try to walk across it. I think she would like okay. horizontally lay down and try to pull okay. herself across yeah. it like, like she's climbing a ladder. So you're, you're, you're pulling along, but the, the ladder is not as, as necessarily as, the ladder is not as taut as, as you would like it to be. And it is starting yeah. to, it's like when you're at the, uh, like at the jungle gym or, or at, at, at like magic mountain and they've got you trying to walk along those ropes and they, they mm-hmm. yeah, okay. the carnival. Yeah, like a, yeah, 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 the carnival thing. And it's starting to twist and buckle. <laughs> okay. Um, and before you know it, you flip and you are hanging upside down. Okay. Oh, this is so pretty. Yeah. At that point, I'm going to go, Madam Doctor! And I'm going to try to dash across to go grab her. Okay. As, Millie, as you're getting up to move towards the doctor across the ladder, you see Kazar Napster, Private Eye, getting up to do exactly the same thing. He's also mm-hmm. uh, going to the middle to help the doctor. Um, the doctor's hanging upside down, almost in the middle of the of the ladder now, mm-hmm. um, more or less where the kink was that that took out barcode. Napster, go back and unhook it from your end so I can just climb up straight. Nap- Napster says, "You could fall and die." That's going to happen anyway, so I'm just trying to make it easier not to. You don't have to do this. It's not 1980. You don't have to die. 
Anthony Ainley isn't here. You'll be fine. Ooh. 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 On that, give me uh, give me presence and convince. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Um, that's going to be a seventeen. Okay. Um. So I'm going to do a minor retcon. Okay. We're going to say that this happens before um, uh, Kazar Napster or Millie stop okay. running across the bridge. Mm-hmm. So um, Kazar says, "All right," and he he unhooks the ladder and lets it go, okay. and it starts to swing down. Okay. Um, and uh, I need you to make a strength and athletics again, please, to make sure you're holding onto the ladder. Okay. Can it be coordination and athletics like it was earlier, or is it still strength? This is going to be strength because it's swinging down. You want you're holding okay. on for dear life. I'm going to spend another story point. I'm actually going to spend. Let's see what your roll is first. <laughs> okay. And then you can. How many story points do you have left, by the way? I have five. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, and I only have a six total right now for strength and athletics. I don't think bravery is going to help at this point. I think it would. I have keen sense. I have um, um, quick reflexes. Okay. Would that help at all? Um. I'll give you a plus one for quick reflexes. Okay, she does know it's coming. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Ooh. So I just rolled an 11, so I just rolled to 18. Okay, yeah. It is It is tricky. It is tough. It is, it is not an easy... Point. Yeah. Um, you want to spend a story point? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's great. Yeah, you... Um, not only do you... Are you able to hold on as the rope is swinging down mm-hmm. you're able to right yourself so you're facing the right direction okay so you're now hanging the rope is now hanging down um and uh ladder? the ladder is now hanging down thank you the ladder is now hanging down and uh it's not near the bottom of the pit but you're further down so you can kind of, you, you can kind of see some of the rippling from the, ex- the, the engine exhaust mm-hmm. down there with this, with this propelling the ship up um, and you're able to pull yourself up the ladder. Okay. Yeah, that just felt like a Doctor Hero moment. That's yeah, why, like, the story points can be spent. This is where it should be spent. <laughs> so. Nice. Um, so you do that, um, okay. and Kazar, uh, you got you make it up to the top, and Kazar Napster says, "I can't, I can't follow you. You, you guys are on your own. I'm sorry." I understand. Good luck. Thank you for your help. We'll, we'll, we'll land this and we'll rescue you. Did Ria make it across? Did we do Ria? No. No. Yeah, Ria's, yeah, Ria's over there too. Yeah. So it's just the three of you now. Yeah. I kind of give a little salute to uh, Kazam Napster. Just as like a, like, we're cool. Kazar and Rhea uh, salute back. Okay. And, uh... You were confusing Kazar with Shazam. Yes. (laughs) You're correct. I am not familiar with all of these 90s torrenting systems. (laughs) So that is part of why I've been saying robot, but I have been called out on that. (laughs) The correct pronunciation. So Asimov says it. Um... Reubolt. Uh, so yeah, ahead of you is a doorway leading to uh, a, a less ornate but otherwise perfectly serviceable elevator. Okay. So we go to it and we uh, head up it. Okay. Button for the top floor. Sure. The number. The numbering system is. Yeah, there's like and a mu- that gag carries over. There's like a, a Muzak version of Song for Ten playing in the elevator. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Dirty boy, no, none of that. <laughs> well, you want to be the Grim. Um, so yes. As, as the elevator goes up, I say, so do we want to do a Die Hard? Do we want to put the, the stun gun on my back, or should I just hold on to it? I would rather we didn't do much more with guns. I feel like... I What's feel like a I'm Die a Hard? Oh, you'd really like it. You probably would. Um, <laughs> um, I would let. I'd rather not do guns at this point if we could. It didn't work out well last time. Okay. Well, it's a little unconventional for me, but you seem to be the one in charge here, and and you are the one who promised you're you're gonna get me home at the end of all of this, and that's that's kind of the only thing I got left going on for me here. Uh, so. Um, and I'll take the stun gun and I'll I'll hand it over. Okay. Oh, and well, you could have just kept. Okay. And then I just take it. I put it in my pocket. It's a gesture. Um, it's a nice gesture. Well, yeah. Right. So um, you've hit you've hit the top floor and well, he um, has a stun gun, but yeah, you've hit the top floor. He gave it back to oh, me. Oh, okay. Fair. When well, I have it. Okay. So you hit the button for the top floor, and the the numbering for the the floors is in reverse. Like first floor is at the top, second, and so on and so mm-hmm. on and so on. So you hit the button for the for the first floor, and it takes you all the way up. And the doors slide open to a very, it's very nice. It's a very nice bridge. The floor is kind of like a very nice kind of, uh, like a, uh, like a walnut burr, like 
paneling. It's very nice, very tastefully done. Um, but it's other than that, it's it's like um, uh, it's like if an executive had control over the uh, full appearance of the uh, the bridge of the Enterprise. Okay. There. And there's a big old like nautical steering wheel in the, in, in the middle. Um, I'm sure there's an actual name for that. Well, it's a little new, but I don't know. I'm I don't exactly do boats, but today we're doing boats. Yeah. Boats. Um. Well, you know what? You're right. It shouldn't be. It sh- it's it, we'll call it, it's kind of a more traditional kind of like a cockpity kind of situation in the middle with a with a stick and deal. You know, Maybe it is a steering wheel, but it's like decorative. And standing standing in the room, looking a little bit disheveled, uh, with uh, a a, a laser pistol in one hand and uh, a vodka martini in the other is Russell Turner. Of course it is. And he's not Good. he's not happy to see you. He looks at you and you can tell he wants to swear at you very much. Uh, and he says could, is, is there no way, could you guys just do me a, a solid and just stay dead for ever? Well if your uh, plan is, is to be understood, you don't want us to be dead. At the, you know what? At this point, I really don't care. And he walks over to the uh, to the, the kind of the cockpit area with the, the stick, and he just kind of leans it forward, and you feel the whole ship kind of pitch forward, um, like like the the museum ship is is now aiming back for the ground. And he says, "You know what? Screw it. You know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to blow up the whole thing, and we're going to start again." You think this is the only place we where where Epoch Talent has would have has a TCM? You think this is the only building where we have this operation going? And you think you think the board of executives would just let me die? Like they'll pluck me from my timeline just before I die, and I'll be back making big decisions and having big meetings and eating big lunches before you can say, "Oh no, we've crashed." Well, have they done it yet? End of the timeline. That's how it works. We'll crash. I'll get plucked out of my time stream. I'll get plucked out of my time stream. It'll be fine. Well, you guys will be dead. Feels like they probably should have been here by by now. Yeah, I think that they're leaving you to die. What? What part of this whole process? What part don't you understand? Literally all of it. But the one thing <laughs> I would say that you made very, 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 very clear, as well as all of the other people who I've met today who have made it very, 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 very clear, I don't seem to make it back from this. And so one would imagine that by now they would have taken you and they haven't. So what does that say about you and your big important room and your big important chair and your big important drink? Give me presence and convince. Deal. God damn. Yeah. That was so good. Yay. Presence and convince. I'm spending. I'm. I'm spending a story point to give to her for that. Oh, yeah, do it. Oh, oh. I re-roll the guy that went back into the, his home. Uh, I can see it, but if you want to re-roll it, you're good. Thank you. It's worse than a four. Oh, it's better. Ooh. Uh, so that's ten. Nineteen. Uh, he, uh, he's, he's, he's holding a gun, he's holding his gun, he's actually pointing his gun at you now. That's fair. But you can see his hand shaking, and mm-hmm. you can see the martini hand shaking, you can see the, 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 the fluid of the drink kind of, sh- kind of shaking mm-hmm. around and occasionally spilling out yeah. the top. Um, and you can hear the, the olive yeah. rattling around in there, and he says, they're not coming for me, are they? No. So we should probably get out of here. How does it feel to be expendable? Are you ki- I have no life after this. Like, I, I, you know what happens when I land? I get arrested. Like, I have no, there's no chance for me. I believe someone told me that life in a cage was better than dying. <laughs> he, uh, uh, he, he downs his martini and, uh, he uh he kind of he he's 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 kind of shaken and you can kind of see in his eyes like he's he he's starting to mumble to himself like no 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 they're they're gonna they'll come for me they'll 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 they'll, they'll get me they're gonna come and get me and he's now, he's just kind of walking away from the cockpit area now and just kind of uh, kind of mumbling to himself and kind of talking like he's 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 in shock and in denial that this is about to happen cool well, Russell Russell listen to me Mr Turner. You know things. You you said yourself that there's more facilities. There's more. There's more of these around the universe, and you know where they are. If they arrest you, 
you can use the power, the skills at your job that you have to stop them from doing it to anyone else. And you know now, you've been faced with the choice and you know what you would choose. He, uh, he, he looks at you and he says, I have a confession to make. I'm, I'm not really a good enough pilot to be able to pull this thing out of a nosedive. Oh, buddy, this is your lucky day. Cause so, Travis is a really good pilot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've I've clocked a few hours in Microsoft Flight Simulator, but if you really are Amelia Earhart... He looks at you and he says, 95 or 98? 98, my brother. He goes, is there anyone else who could do it? Yeah. <laughs> Amelia... Bingo, bango. Freaking Earhart. I hand here and I'm going to run over to the console and I'm just going right. to... I'm going to... While she's doing that, I'm going to reach out my hand to try to get him to give me his gun. He, uh, he's, he's just looking at you. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna need a bit more than that from you, please, Riley. I just gave a big speech about what he can use as good as... It was a pretty dope speech. Yeah. yeah. Give me, give me, give me a little, give me a little cherry to go on top of that icing to go on top of All that right. cake. Russell, you, you have spoken about not wanting things to end, and you've spoken about that you have a chance to do something with your life that's, that's good, that's, you can, you can save people. You want to save people. Now you actually can. Give me presence and resolve. Okay. Sorry, presence and convince. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. And I'm going to roll, I'm going to take a story point because I just gave a doctor speech. Yeah. So that's going to be 18 plus my story point. He, uh, he looks at you and he looks at his gun and he hands you the gun. I shoot him. No. <laughs> Oh, American a, Doctor I'm Who. an angry doctor this time. <laughs> I'm Doctor Who. I'm played by an American. I'm Doctor Who doesn't care about your crap. No. Uh, <laughs> That's a long surname. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we shortened it. He, uh, he no, hand, yeah, I, I take you, the gun. He hands you the gun and he says, uh, just put in a good word for me when the authorities get here. And I actually, I reach in my pocket and I put a little grape sticker on it. <laughs> I don't know what kind of future this is, but everybody's crying sounds a lot alike. And then he continues to say, (laughs) anyway, um, uh, Millie, uh, I I may not know how to fly a spaceship, but. Just tell me what I can do to help. Well, I don't really know how to fly a spaceship myself, sir, but and uh, as I'm starting to like look around... All right, um, then I'm going to sit in the captain chair. That is entirely fair. <coughs> uh, do I have to make a, a roll? Um, well, there are a couple of interesting things. You okay. see, the doctor, while not necessarily being a proficient pilot herself, does recognize this type of propulsion system. Mm-hmm. Okay. There are two... Systems that need to be operated at this point. There's the. Well, co- I, I have the. Sh- I have my hot shot. Yes, stuff, so that's I can perfect. figure it out. So you but... need a pilot in the in, uh, sitting okay. in the cockpit. All right. Um, and you also need someone. There is a, a what is called a landing alignment control, which is a okay. computer terminal um, that is designed to uh, allow ships to kind of land mm-hmm. uh, in kind of a modular format. Okay. So that um, you have a. It's, it's a big city. You've got high density traffic. And the, the goal is to kind of fit the ships kind of conveniently yeah. snugly into, into other spots. And, um, the configuration of the display, uh, looks remarkably, uh, as Travis recognizes it, like a game of Tetris. <laughs> well, then in that case, as I'm sitting behind the wheel and kind of Stop settling in and like letting my hands run over the, the gears and stuff, you know, or not the gears, uh, letting my hands kind of like run over the buttons and kind of get like a feel for, all right, all right. Madam Doctor, I think that we've got a spot for you over there with the landing gear and, uh, and Travis? I don't know what this is, but you seem to have a very, very good idea of what seems to be going on with a lot of the technology here, so let's have at it! I spin my Game Boy in my hand and and slightly drop it, but catch it before it hits the ground. Like, I just can't pull off the cool move of, like, I got this. It's a nope. Uh, so yeah, Millie's in the cockpit. I need you to do a roll. I'm also gonna need Travis to do a roll. We are gonna start with Millie. Um, cool. So I'm sorry. What is that roll again? This is gonna be resolve. Resolve. And can I 
can I? Sorry, I apologize. Finish. I was gonna say, can I roll to like encourage them? Is there anything I can do to help them? Uh, like, if you want to give me a, uh, let's say, presence, and here's what I'm gonna do. It, uh, based on what you've learned about these mm-hmm. these people over the past three and a half episodes. What do you mean, mm-hmm. these people? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> what do you know? Um, I'm gonna say that it is uh, uh, presence okay. and knowledge because you have acquired knowledge okay. about you know. You know of Amelia Earhart? Yeah. Certainly you know Amelia Earhart, although she doesn't know you yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you're using the knowledge you've acquired about these people to inspire them to do better. Okay. So what I'm going to say is that think about this right now. The whole of the universe has come together and to bring you to at this exact moment, this exact place where you have the exact talents needed to bring this thing down safely. I can't think of anywhere in the universe I'd rather be right now. I'm doing your voice again. You're good. It's fine. Look, I love this. I have, look, I have a, I have a spaceship of my own, but I can't think of anywhere in the universe I'd rather be right now. This is the safest spot I could possibly be because I trust both of you to do this completely. Damn, I feel like I could land a spaceship. <laughs> uh, give me that. Ball. I'm going to give you a plus two for charming as well. On okay, that. cool. Neat. Okay. That was a 10. <laughs> no, I mean, sorry. No, I rolled a 10 oh, plus, yeah, the t- yeah. plus the 12 I had, so that's 22. 22. And I'm going to go ahead and spend my last two dang. story points because yes. I feel like that's a doctor speech if there's ever That is a, yeah. absolutely okay. a doctor speech. That is absolutely speech. a doctor so, speech. Yeah. All right, so, so story points, but. that, before you spent your story points, I would have said that was a plus four to whatever your roll is going to be. I'm oh. going to knock it up to a plus six. All right. Um, and uh, that's, that's, that's before any of your other buffs. Um, so we'll start off with Millie. Uh, you are going to be rolling, uh, we're going to say, res- um, we're going to say resolve and transport. Um, okay. plus your hot shot, mm-hmm. which I need to find out what kind of. It's a of... plus two. That's a plus two? Yeah. Um, it's especially effective when used to push the speed of a vehicle. So if like, we're going punch it against the Atmo right now, then like, yo. Okay. Uh, so is that like a plus on anything? I will stick with a plus two for that. Yeah, because you're okay. trying to you're trying to pull up from the ground. So yeah. So, so I we'll just stick with a plus, plus two. four for my hot shot then. So four. All right. And so with that, we'll go. Oh, wow, Madam Doctor, you know how to make a speech, and I have a nineteen. So hot diggity daffodil. You bet. That That's is. A oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, do you want to spend? Some story points? Yes. Right now? Yes. How many would you like to spend? How many do you have? Uh, I have nine, so let's go to town. Uh, you want to you th- stow all of them at this? It's flipping Christmas. <laughs> all right, let's do this thing. Nine story points. You are above and beyond fantastic. Uh, I Actually, you know what? I would say that that probably puts... that. You only need to spend, I think, all four right. story points. You've got five left. All right, cool. Um... And the second that, like, we break any kind of atmosphere, mm-hmm. she is just going to let out the biggest woo! All just- right. That's only half the job, though. Travis, you're up. Okay. What is my role going to... What What are my attributes and skills going to be for this? When you're going to use ingenuity and technology. I'm going to give you a plus two for your knowledge. You've got a plus six for the doctor speech. Mm-hmm. And then what other traits do you have? I have keen senses major, but that's only for an awareness role. Um, I have reliable, which I need to look up. Okay, reliable, I've j- I just looked it up. Um, you gain a plus two to any task you are left on your own to perform by someone you trust. I would say, given the doctor speech, she trusts you with that task. You get that plus two. Okay. Neat. And then um, would I get, uh, since I'm using pop culture knowledge, would I get a bonus for my expert? Um... I'll give you a plus one for that. Okay, because if Travis is like so many people I know, many hours spent in the bathroom mm. playing <laughs> Tetris, you know, there's a lot of there's oh, a lot of experience. What a calling. There you go. <laughs> All right, let's do this bad boy. Okay, so it's a plus six from the doctor speech, plus two for something else that you said. Uh, plus two for reliable and plus one for expert. Ingenuity plus technology. Okay, so... Those two are a seven, plus my roll of... Oh, snake eyes. Uh, Do you have lucky? Are you a lucky I boy? I don't have okay. lucky, but... Uh, okay, so seven, eight, nine. Uh, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Okay. Before any story point additions. Okay, I that puts you at... A, right now it puts you at failure. 
Uh, what about six story points? Uh, if you spend three, you're at fantastic. What if I spend three story points? My good man, <laughs> I will take your three story points. All right. All right, yeah, you are playing Tetris like no one has ever done before. It, you, This is like like classic Tetris World Championship level play. Yeah, you, you've got that Korobianiki music playing in your head right now. You've got. I think so does the audience. <laughs> the doctor behind you, like, doing the music, voguing to it. Uh, and you guys are simpatico. You guys are so aligned and in sync that the ship not only pulls out of its nosedive, uh, Millie is able to use the uh, telemetry data from the uh, the landing, uh, uh, the from the thing that I've already forgotten the name of, uh, from the, the landing alignment control, not only to pull out of the nosedive, but to very perfectly land the ship back on top of the museum. Getting jiggy with and it. Woo. No. <laughs> What's a jiggy? You'll find you out. You don't want to know. <laughs> that's entirely fair, but... Also, that song didn't come out until 99. Idiot. No. Ooh. 1997, Big Willie Styles. Really? Oh, yeah. But it came out in 99. Oh, I will fight you. It's 97. I don't want to fight. Actually, maybe 96 even, because oh. Men in Black, the single was on that, and that movie came out in 97. I don't want to fight you either. Don't worry. I love you, <laughs> All right. So, so yeah, the sh- the ship has landed. The museum building is already surrounded by um, by police and by um, uh, other state sanctioned militias that are ready to arrest the staff of Epoch Talent. Um, and uh, you guys are able to leave the bridge. Uh, the the laser glass back across where the the ladder was is now active and going. Um, and, uh, uh, Russell Turner, uh, is, is with you and he, uh, he says, okay, um, you're right. I should, I, I should help these people and I should definitely help the authorities to, to track down the other epoch talent locations and shut down the other TCM machines. Uh, I don't know what to say. I'm going to go out and turn myself in now. I'll, I'll go with you. So I don't, I'm afraid that they'll just like open fire on or whatever. So I'm like, I'm okay. like going out and like making it clear right. like he's with us and he's yeah. good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you guys walk. Oh, go ahead. Before, uh, he does that, uh, I would say Millie kind of exits the little cockpit area and goes up to him. I believe you still have something of mine. What do you, what do you mean? My plane. Your plane. My plane. My plane was the last place that I was in before before you guys all snuck in and 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 took me out of wherever I was and 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 I need it back. I'm about to go on a very important flight and I need that plane. Your plane. We we didn't take your plane. Your we don't have your plane. We we just we don't take vehicles. We just take the person. If you were in your plane. And the plane was in the air at the time you were taken. Probably, if we got to it in time before the building was destroyed, we probably put one of the, 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 you know, the, the, the corpse alikes, which is what we call them. Uh, it's a terrible name. It's a terrible name. But you know what? It's almost as I'm thinking on the fly and didn't name them while we were planning the campaign. But what do you want from me? <laughs> we, Touche. it's, we probably, it's probably already in the cockpit. It's put, the plane's probably already going down. It probably went down centuries ago. All right then. Um, she kind of takes a moment and kind of just steps back into her own head to kind of think about what she's going to do next. That was kind of her big, like, I. M- Millie, I, I don't, I can't say too much because there's a delicate balance of time. I don't think they pulled you from the right spot, and I think that there's a chance that your flight hasn't happened yet. The fact that no, no, I was getting ready for my flight. I was, I, but, but, uh, but you hadn't. But you, but remember, you were. I just everyone, want to stress you. You're not entirely sure when you were taken from. You have the no. Amnesia. I was just in the the last last yeah. place. I, well, no. I have a. Yeah, I have, everyone else here remembers exactly where they were when they were taken, and you. Don't remember. No. And my belief is that the reason why you don't remember is that history involving you is currently in flux. And that is why I promised to take you back because 
I want to set right your disappearance from the timeline. I... I think they took you too early. I... <laughs> I'm so confused with uh, all this talk of, of, of early and late and, and disappear I, and, and I know. dead. And I know. now all I want is my plane. My plane was the only thing that was the last thing I remembered. It's my... It's my plague. I, I, I know, and I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for the confusion, and I wish I could tell you more, but it's, it's very important that you don't know more about your own future. You've already learned too much, but you're, you've been pulled. History is in flux because you're missing from it, and I will do everything I can to get you back. But for now, I need to deliver Mr. Turner to the authorities so we can take him out of this storyline for now. <laughs> and you do that you you lead uh you lead Russell Turner down to the the reception area of the museum where the authorities are ready to take him. He has already got his arms out re- ready and waiting for the handcuffs. It's not a kink thing. It's uh it's a a humble thing. He's just, you know, he's he knows what he needs to do and uh you know, maybe talking about kink on a family podcast is not necessarily the right way to go, but you know what we snuck one in at the end and I'm happy about that. That's all you do. Oh, and I uh, I also point I I I take one of the cops around and I point I find Fnarg mm-hmm. in the crowd and I say, "Got to hire that one. He will be a very good employee." You you watch as the cop goes over to have a conversation with Fnarg and as you are leaving you hear the telltale <laughs> Snotty crying <laughs> oh. of a man who's been offered the job he has wanted his entire life. Uh, I I go t- uh, through the crowd. I'm trying to find Rhea and Kazar to make sure that they're okay. Um, you uh, you you kind of scan the crowd a little bit, and you see Rhea kind of at the back, and she makes eye contact with you, and uh, she gives you a little salute, and she slips away. All uh, right. You, uh, you see, uh, um, uh, Kazar Napster having a conversation with, uh, with one of the, the, uh, attending police officers. Um, and he reaches into his, uh, into his jacket and he pulls out, uh, a, uh, a private detective badge circa the 20, early 21st century from about 2030. And it turns out he was a private detective the whole time. It wasn't just a dumb joke I was making, uh, which I think that what that says is you guys need to pay uh, closer attention to the words that come out of my. Well, hang on. No, I made a joke about the song "Private Eyes," and you made uh-huh. fun of me for it and moved yeah. on instead of letting me uh-huh. have it. So yeah. I, well, the thing you have to remember is I don't remember that happening, so it may as well <laughs> not have done. So if only we my... recorded this. <laughs> <laughs> In all of my role-playing experiences, what I actually love is watching the doctor argue with God. <laughs> a really genuine treat for the realm. Well, so sometimes yes. God's being kind of a jerk. Well, so, <laughs> um, okay. So then, put that on a shirt. I uh, so he's apparently going to stay there and be a futuristic detective. Um, all right. So um, I can't promise it'll be a quick return, but I will. Do Do you want to go home too, or are you excited to play Tetris a lot here? Oh, I'm excited for Tetris a lot. <laughs> oh. No, but with you. I mean, I mean, oh, I mean, okay. okay. You, sorry. I thought, I that thought that meant using, yeah. I don't, okay. I don't necessarily want to go home, but I don't want to stay oh. here either. Speaking of excited for Tetris, I, I know this is like a story point thing, but it's just for a gag. So I yeah, hope you sure. let me do it. Let me see your, and I think ask your Game Boy. Here you go. I, I sonic it so that the batteries last forever. <laughs> and then I go back to them. <laughs> That's awesome. You get can a you help- point back for that. I mean, we'll be setting in a minute anyway. Can, yeah. can you help me catch them all? I, I turn them off again. No, I, uh, <laughs> what are you trying to catch? I, 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 <laughs> can, I make, can I make a pitch? What? <laughs> Would, is, I mean, your doctor landed in the early 90s. Yeah. And that's when she rebuilt her TARDIS. Yeah. She's likely to have like an old school chunky Game Boy on that terminal somewhere. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So there we are. Yeah. Oh, you need a link cable. Look, catch do- them all? Well... I have the red. Yes! <laughs> uh, so you are... Uh, this conversation is happening as you are walking back towards the TARDIS. Right. You see that familiar blue box, the po- the police public call box at the top, the light on the top. Um, and uh, uh, Travis and Millie, you to you, this is an unassuming blue wooden box. Mm-hmm. Is this part of the museum exhibit? No, this is my own personal TCM. And I open the door and gesture for them to walk inside. Do you want to say it or should I? Go for it. Wow, this is really nice in here. <laughs> Thank you. I decorated it myself. And the door closes. The door closes and the grinding of ancient engines as the 
the TARDIS disappears from the museum. back of the crowd, unseen by the masses, stands a bearded man, leaning against a worn gunmetal hut. His hair is messy and dark, and a pair of round glasses sit in front of his eyes. He's dressed in funereal blacks, save for a colourful vest. The man smiles wryly and says, <laughs> Oh, Doctor, you always did know how to make a scene. A few seconds later, the gathered crowd is still too distracted to notice that the gunmetal hut has slowly faded away, accompanied by the same grinding and groaning sound of ancient engines. <laughs> 